Hi, welcome to episode 5 of Pompey Live and Unplugged with me, Rab. Welcome to episode 5 of Pompey Live and Unplugged with me, Matt Piper, ably assisted by the sound man from Japan, Callum. Say hello, Callum. Hi. Before we begin, I'm going to answer one question that we've been receiving various messages and emails about, which is, what is the song at the start and the end of our podcast, and where can I get it? Well, we actually have the answer for you. The track is called Weekend Offender by Lo-Fi Rebels, which is uh, the name where the record label takes its name from. This particular version of the track wasn't one released on the album Deadline to Breadline. It was actually a demo recorded at Key West Studios in Gosport. So it's a little treat for you, and as a thank you for the support we've had for this podcast, it'll be made available for free if you head over to weekendoffenderrecords.com. You can download it and listen to it to your heart's content. Now, over the last few episodes, we've been trying to highlight some of the fantastic new talent in the gold mine that is the Portsmouth music scene and bring you a large nugget or two of great music from artists you may never heard of. And this week is no different as tonight we are joined at the Fifth Hands Volunteer Arms by Ryan, better known as Hampshire's ukulele maestro, Rab Music. Hi. How are you? I'm, I'm very well, yeah. Happy days. So sorry about the, the slightly long wait, but we... Oh, that's fine. England did win 3-0. I know that kind of dates this podcast, but I thought we'd have just had exactly that. Exactly what we said we wouldn't. Well, yeah, date the podcast. Well, uh, well, the first time we came across yourself was at the Wellington Wayfest back yeah. in 2021 when you went kind of Dylan-esque and went electric with the ukulele, which I was quite that's, impressed. Yeah, that's sort, of, that's sort of my gimmick. I like it. I like <laughs> it. Don't ever change that. So as we approach the end of the year, any upcoming 2023 events planned and what was the highlight of this year? Uh, 2023 is very open at the moment. Okay. We'll put it that way. Um, I haven't really got any plans. I sort of, I had a very busy summer and then just sort of had to hibernate for a little bit and spend time with my family. Um, I kind of have to do that yeah. when you get to the... Um, but, I mean, t- this year's been really good, music-wise. It's been it's been really busy. Um, probably the highlight was a show that I did for you guys here at the Fifth Ants. Okay. Um, it was sort of the weekend of Hailing Island Fest as well, and it was on the Friday before I did a couple of sets at Hailing Island Fest. Um, that high fest. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. Um, and just there was a moment at the end of my set where I had one of my songs and it's quite a deep, heavy song. It's called Not Okay, but I sort of got the whole pub to do like a little chant yeah. towards the end of the song and, and everyone joined in and everyone was really enthusiastic about it and it just went exactly how I planned it in my head and it just, yeah. It's always a, always as, a as well as I've ever played and, and everyone seemed to love it. So that was that was definitely a high point. Happy days. We love the DIY ethos of musicians and obviously you're not, any different from that Le- uh, releasing i believe let the good things happen on line and cd yeah from uh from which we had which we described as a realization of ambition so have you got any more music planned for 2023 um i was i was planning on recording like a little ep towards the back end of this year but i sort of ran out of time just sort of songs that didn't make it onto the albums okay because um, i did i did let the good things happen last year and then earlier this year i sort of had a few more songs and i used up the other ones and, and released a second album called therapy Oh, no. um, and I've got maybe half a dozen songs that I've not put on anything yet. So I just thought, oh, sod it, sod it, I'll do an EP. Um, no. But I've been a bit dry on the writing recently, so so I'm going to sort of just take a bit of time. Take a bit of time out yeah. and rewrite it. So what what got you into choosing the ukulele as your weapon of choice, and who has influenced you along the way? Um, so, I mean, I, I started by playing guitar about 15 years ago, um, and didn't really get anywhere with it I didn't take any lessons I just sort of thrashed thrashed a few power chords and and did that and and sort of only ever played with myself and it didn't really didn't really work well and then I remember walking home 
one day, I don't know if you guys remember the old music shop that used to be in Commercial Road. Yeah. And there's this little red ukulele for 30 quid in the window and I just thought, oh, fuck it. Why not? Nice. <laughs> Picked it up and, and, and bought an actual book to go with it so I could actually learn how to play it. And it just sort of fell into place. And then from there, it was sort of working out how to play like the rock influence songs that I, yeah. I was playing on guitar, but on a ukulele. And it came, became like a nice problem solving thing. And then I sort of just found a niche in there. To be and, fair, it's, yeah. it's, it's different. And it's, it's nice thing when you, when you play the ukulele, and I've had a, a little muck around with one, that the chords are the same when you look at the, the guitar chords. Like yeah. if it's a G on a guitar, it's a G on a ukulele yeah. and stuff like that. So once you kind of know where the, the fingers go, if yeah. you will. Yeah, they're, si they're similar chord shapes, but I just found like the theory side just started making sense when they had four strings to worry about. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, two yeah. strings is annoying. Yeah. That's, that's why people yeah. play bass, and we know how Callum feels about people. <laughs> bass. No comment. <laughs> so, pitching yourself to the audience, why should they come and see you? Um, because it, it, you know, I'm a very unique artist within the Portsmouth music scene. You're not, you're gonna look at me setting up with my tiny little guitar-shaped instruments and mm -hmm. not really know what you're gonna expect. Um, and, the element and of surprise. By the end of it, I'll have blown your socks off. Perfect. That is possibly one of the best answers we've ever had. <laughs> Rather than, I think it was Charlie a few weeks ago when, well, don't come and see me, but there's loads of great musicians I play with. And I was like, <laughs> don't put yourself down, man. Just, yeah. you know, enjoy it. You lot, you're going to say something then, Callum? Not me. No, he's just leaning in. Okay. Um, so we've asked everyone on this, and you said you'd practiced. So yeah. can you give me three artists, local artists or bands, you would recommend anyone checking out who wants to come and check out the local music? Um, well, the, fir the first one's got to be marinated in sarcasm. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're really good friends of mine. Um, like me, they, they sort of got their start playing at um, Alley Cat's Open Mic. Yeah. Um, and, and I've, yeah, I've, I've yeah, got, got to know them really well. I've played with them a few times. We did a show together here. That, that show yeah. I was talking about earlier. Uh, they were on before me. And we've, we've jammed a couple of songs in between sets a few times as well, which has been, which has been fun. Um, yeah. Their sort of their style matches into my style quite quite well, um, so they're worth checking out. They released an album last year as well called Basted. Um, that I've, they've probably still got a few CDs left, but they're on Spotify as well. Um, second is uh, Sahara, who I met yeah, at the Wellington yeah. Wayfest. Um, I you, at that point they were just a covers band, yeah, um, yeah but they, they were, they're doing a lot of their own original stuff, um, and they've they've been really supportive of, of, of me as well because I was it was you know that Wellington Wayfest was my first proper gig and it was their first gig as a band together. I so. didn't realize it was your first yeah first first gig. Yeah, I, I mean I've been playing open mics for ten years or so, but that was the first one where like I was on the poster and and. You know, yeah. played played more than added, twenty minutes. Added you know? a bit of pressure there. When yeah, you, when you see your name on the poster. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay. Um, so yeah. Um, and then the third one is a bit tougher. Um, I sort of want to say Danny Usual, um, who I know from open mics ages ago. Um, I don't think she plays as much now, but she's a really good singer songwriter. Sort of plays plays jazzy stuff, but not straight up jazz she she incorporates it into a lot of other stuff um okay. she's also in a band called mink oh, okay. um, but she's she's really good i don't think she's playing as much now but i think her stuff is still out there if you if you go check her out i can tell you've actually put a lot of thought into that because yeah. there was no like five minute silence yeah. of people going um who, that was who can the I? quickest one we've ever had. Yeah, well, no, it's because I listened to the podcast before, so I knew it was coming, and, and I don't think anyone else did. <laughs> hint, hint, come and listen. 
let that be a lesson. <laughs> Listen to the podcast and then come and give the answers. So the other bit is before we go into the, we dip your uh, Callum's hand into the hat of love um, for the random questions, which I'm sure you will have heard some yeah. of the fantastic, the pants question, which is still my <laughs> personal favourite. Um, if people want to check out your music, where can they go to find out more about you? Uh, the best place to find me is going to be on Facebook. You can search R-A-B-B music um, and that's got a bunch of posts to me and it's also got links to my Spotify and my Bandcamp and whatever other streaming as well. So Happy days. Yeah, the ones that pay you 0.0001 pence per stream. But that is 0.0001 more than you would have. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but you've got a, it's, you, you sell... I don't know, download 500 copies and you still can't buy a pint. Just saying. I'm out if there's no pints involved. Exactly. So this is the part of the show where we get Callum to dip his hand in the hat of love. Where is the hat of love? In your hat. No, it's not. The hat of love is not in my hand. We, I think we put it still in the... Oh, no. Rab's got it. That's the hat of love. So... No, no. This is this is the weirdest looking hat I've ever seen it for is. folks listening Blame at home. An envelope. It's a drug man's hat. Which I find quite amusing. <laughs> Security conscious. So, Callum, dip your hand into the hat of love, and it gets worse every ask week. Ask the man the question. Brilliant. <laughs> I think we need to ban this question after today. <laughs> How many days do you wear the same pants in a row before it becomes a problem? I am very lucky in that I have a week's worth of pants. Nice. So, I mean, I don't really, I've never had to answer that question, but I would probably, if I was in a pinch, give it a couple of days. I think that's an acceptable answer, isn't it? <laughs> At least the answer. At least the answer, yeah. <laughs> There's a few people who have gone, um, do I really have to answer that? But yeah, and question number two. What would your perfect Saturday be like? Remember, this is a P. Um, that would involve playing my ukulele, of course. Um, not much physical effort beyond that. Probably gaming. Um, I'm I'm an absolute child at heart. I I'm still massively obsessed with Pokemon. Nice. When most people my age have moved on and grown up. To be fair, you'll be surprised. I've yeah. come across a few Pokemon Go people. Yeah, oh, no. so I mean, I've had I've had a really good time the last couple of weeks because a new game has come out and okay. I've managed to sort of indoctrinate my son into it as well. Nice. So we've been doing nothing but play that for the last two weeks. You, you will like this. Song. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's been that's been quite good to do on a Saturday. So Pokemon ukulele. Yeah, bit of football as well. Bit of football. Yeah. That, yeah. Is that is a combo. Pokemon played on a ukulele. Nice need a ukulele, ukulele playing Pokemon. There you go. <laughs> Take now, that, Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, picture that. Uh, now, Ryan, the real reason you are here is to play a couple of tracks for us. So what's the first one, and how did this come about? Um, so this one that I'm going to do is the, the song that sort of kicked it all off. I've, I've been um, writing songs for as long as I can remember, but they've always been a bit naff. Um, and, and sort of, really like, lyrically as well, just always been a bit insincere. And then this one, it just sort of clicked. Yeah. Um, I, I love Christmas music as well, so I attempted to write a Christmas song, but I'm not, I'm not good at writing happy songs. Okay. So it's not a happy Christmas song. It's just sort of it mentions Christmas while I still moan about my life, like all my other songs. But, but to be fair, some of the greatest Christmas songs are not. Well, my yeah. Personal favorite, The Pogues Fairy Tale. Well, yeah. It, well, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but yeah, it's called it's called Playing House, um, and and what I'm planning on doing with this, um, 
with the recording of this is I'm going to chuck it up on Bandcamp because um, it's a song about being skint at Christmas and I think a lot of people are going to be very skint this Christmas. Um, so I'm going to put it on Bandcamp um, for a couple of quid um, and any money I get off that I'm going to donate to uh, to my local food bank, the Beacon Food Bank in Haven. So Great idea. Uh, check it out and check all my other stuff out while you're there. time again I'm putting up the tree wondering when it'll fall down on me and it's killing me tired of having too much month left at the end of the money and I don't have a clue well I'm just muddling through cause there's nothing else I can do it's worse this time of year we're just burning house cause we don't know what we're doing And next up, track number two. What's the story behind this one? Uh, so this one's called Work in Progress. It's off my album that I released this year. Um, and and it was sort of a different different sort of songwriting for me. Most of the time when I'm writing a song, it's because something's happened and I want to write about it. Mm-hmm. So the lyrics always come first and, and 
like with playing house that I just played, um, the first line popped up and that's where the, the song was built around. Whereas this one was me just goofing around on my ukulele and I found a riff um, and eventually found some lyrics to put to it. So um, yeah, just sort of contrasting ways of how I've managed to write a song. Fantastic. I just 
record of the episode. So for this week, um, it's no different. And we'll have a quick listen to this by the Portsmouth Five Piece Band Rotaries with their song, All The Things. If you like what you hear, go check them out. Remember all the things I miss Like how she'd always take the piss But I couldn't make her stay And I didn't have the answers When it all went wrong Cause if it didn't hurt Then I wouldn't write this song So one final thing before we go If you like listening to Rab Please feel free to click uh the support the podcast button, um, in which case any donations will go to him to buy him a beer or his bus fare home or donations or whatever you want to do with it. But for now, it's bye from me, bye from Callum. Bye. And bye from Rob. Bye. See you next time on Pompey Live and Unplugged. Podcast!